Hey everybody, I'm Theresephine Millies and this is Ninth Arcana. Today we are talking about the Four of Wands. Four is the number of stability or stagnation. Wands is the suit of passion. This card is about achieving a nice, smooth plateau. This is a minor, which means that it's not big life experiences. It's a lesser secret. So this is something that happens repeatedly over lifetimes. It's not a big, sparkly, crazy bombshell like the hangman. It's a card that you get sometimes. This card is really similar to the Ten of Cups in the picture itself. The vibes are not that different. If you think about passion, you think about fire, you think about blazing, intense, impulsive. If you think about a four, you think about stability. How do you have both at the same time, you ask? Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius and the Waitsmith. Here the building is in the center. The wands are framing the house and the two people. They have their arms up in celebration. It's pink and yellow and green. They're celebrating love, courage, and heart. The blue robe is voice. The white underrobes mean that they're clean. And the thing that they're so happy about is pure. It's untainted. This is something they should be happy about. It's justified. There is nothing sneaky. There is no thievery. There's nothing that should, they should be ashamed of underneath all of this. They're out in the open. They're outside in front of their house. They're surrounded by yellow. It's the gold of the sun and of contentment. Some cards feel like a vibe to me. It's just sort of a splash of colors and energy and feelings. Those are the cards that are hardest for me to read because I wish that I could just melt my brain into a canvas and just be like, this is what your card is, ingest it somehow. But there are some cards that are stories, and this is a story for me. In this story, I think of an artist that's been able to buy their own house through selling of their art. It's sort of an, an unexpected but wished for situation. In these two cards, you see two people in the center and they're holding up flowers. You see the house in the background with a big red turret, a big red roof. So the cap, like the top, the triangle, the stability is power. It's because they believed in themselves. It's power in strength. Red is the root chakra. It's the most grounded, most earthy, most like muddy and dense. We also see people to the left. So there's people in the past that are rejoicing with them. Like this is um, people that they've known a long time. They're hanging out in their garden and they're there to celebrate. It makes me think of a wedding at this point because of the the. The four wands on either, either side. There's two on one side and two on the other side, so it's balance. And there's a garland connecting them. It looks like an arch for a wedding. Super stable, super good. That joyful feeling doesn't fully carry over for me to the Morgan Greer. The Morgan Greer has a sort of ominous feel. There's no people. There's no dinner. There's no dancing. There are roses wrapped within oak leaves with red ties on the the four wands roses are probably what's in the other two cards that we that i just looked at but i don't see them as roses they just look like flowers 
Roses are secrets to me. There's some sort of secret around this this situation and this house. The house itself is, it's all yellow. And the whole card is yellow. Yellow is confidence. And confidence is a really good thing until it's hubris. It seems like maybe there was a wedding a long time ago and everybody has abandoned this. The house is still standing, but no one lives there. There's no red. There's no dancing. There's no flowers. There's this card doesn't feel like joy. It feels like trying to hold on to something that used to be joyful. The yellow really feels sandy and barren. In the mythic tarot, we have five people with torches surrounding one man. There's a boat in the background, and I'm not sure if it's coming or it's going. Maybe they're congratulating him on his journey. Maybe it's a family gathering to welcome him back home. Either way, his tunic is the color of fire. So he's successful. He's used his passion, and he's able to enjoy his success. The characters on this card are seen in other cards. So if you really wanted to get into who these people are and why they're standing around this one guy, you can absolutely do that if you have a mythic tarot. This is the first card, and I think, yes, only card, that has water. Water is cups and it's emotion. So it could be joyful. It could be sorrowful. They could be wishing him well and he's leaving. You can't really tell by the facial expression. The mythic, more often than not, just confuses me, which is interesting because it's the deck that I read with most and first. The stories in the cards are really easy to see. There are five people. One has two torsos and two heads standing around one person. He's either leaving or he's going. They're happy about it or they're forcing him out. And depending on the cards that are around that card, when you pull cards from the mythic, is how you decide whether he's being forced out or whether he's being welcomed home. But what I do know is that it's wands, so it's passion, and he's covered in orange. So he's the one with the passion and with the fire and with the the will to do whichever one of these things it is. In the Wild Unknown, we have four sticks laid over each other. It creates diamonds in the image. And it's also a warped square. The square is four, is stability. You can't think of a square without thinking four, like geometry. There's still so much gold in the image, but there's blue here too. In the four of wands, there was the water. In this four of wands in the wild unknown, there's blue, like water, like cups, like emotion, like voice, like calmness. There's, there isn't a blue that makes you think of chaos. Orange is like a spark and that can be um, combustible and impulsive, but blue just isn't. It's calm. This makes me feel like we're in the stability of the passion, which is the thing that I keep saying. But in this one, it has become calmness. So, you know, you think of a project, you start working on it, you get going, and now you're in a stride. So it's contentment. It could be that new house that you bought with all of your money from that book deal, but it could also be the rhythm of creation. You know, waking up every day and sitting down at the computer and writing, working on whatever it is that you're working on. That's in the heart. So you can have a passion. You can be super excited about it. 
But you don't jump from idea to conclusion. There has to be a place in the middle where you hit a stride or you hit a flow or you you sail where you just coast. And this one shows the coasting, which is obvious because of the blue. In the line strider, we have two rabbits in a circle. Rabbits are abundance, which obviously abundance is something that I didn't think about before with this card. The color orange isn't just creativity and manifestation. It's also abundance because of sunshine. The, the sun feeds everything. You can't have a yard full of sunflowers without the sun. You need the orange energy. So in this card, you have all that you need. There's two rabbits. They're in a circle. It's a cycle. It also creates sort of a space. So you're in this bubble of abundance and and goodness. You're with your person. This could be partnership or marriage. It could be a healthy relationship of really of any kind. I totally missed that bit before in the other cards. The circle seems like this is a complete thing and it's just going to keep spinning. It's like a wedding ring. It's the zero above the fool card. They've reached this place and they're content and they're going to just keep cycling and keep going. They're riding that wave again, that blue wave. It's like a teeter-totter. You work together, you move up, you move down, but you're in sync the whole time. In the Waitsmith, you have a couple there, and they're right next to each other, and I said it's like a wedding, but I missed the whole relationship part. So we've got relationship, we've got passion, we've got cycle, we've got plateau. And we've got the Holly Simple. In her card, it's really similar to the Wild Unknown. There's four wands, and they're around a big yellow circle in the center. And the circle has lines that are radiating out from the middle. The wands themselves sort of create a barrier around that circle. So it's like holding on to and protecting the happiness. In the Luna Soul, we've got a traditional family. They're standing around four wands that aren't two on each side creating like a walkway. They're coming together in the middle and there's flowers around it, and they all have flower crowns, and they're holding flowers, and there's bunting across the top, and there's flowers in the air. This is just pure joy, dancing, celebration. And it looks like something that they came together and they made themselves. They could have easily pulled off this, this reception in their backyard all by themselves, and they're happy. The part that just most resonated with me is the bit about the middle of the idea. Waking up sitting at the computer without fail and putting something on paper. Showing up for the work every day and finding joy in the doing. Even if it gets boring, even if you have it all figured out, there's no more kinks, there's nothing else to Google. This is actually the spot you've been trying to get to. The actual making of the thing. Yes, the ending the complete thing is a goal. But once it's complete, what happens to it? You're done with it. So you can't enjoy it anymore. You can't be in it anymore. Four is the middle of the journey. We're going ace to ten. Four is right in the middle. You're here with the people that you created this with. They're right next to you. The four of wands is a reminder to not rush. You can just go outside and sit in the sunshine and maybe dance and throw some flowers in the air, but invite the people you love around you to sit in the stew of creativity and contentment. 
You can find me every Wednesday and Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. You can follow me on any of those or leave a review on any of those. Reviews are very helpful because then I know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong and if I'm annoying or if you like me. So come tell me you like me. While you're there liking and following and reviewing me, you should check out my friend's podcast, No Bad Reviews, a coffee podcast. Their last episode, I was a guest and we talked about tarot because I don't know dick about coffee. You can find me back here on Wednesdays and Fridays. Next episode, we're going to do the Queen of Cups. Until then, go pull some cards. Okay, love you. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening.